Woohoo! We're back. Hi. Hi. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm tired. Oh, you but... so am I. Really tired. You look cozy in your little towel wrap. Yeah, I'm in. I am in like a full towel. No, I've just got back from my run, so had a shower. I have left Hamish to cook. Nah, yeah, good. Yeah. Boy duty's cool. Yeah. Um, what are you having for dinner? Uh, we're actually on HelloFresh this week. Oh. Yeah. What are you having? It's we're having a coronation chicken curry. A coronation chicken curry. I thought it was a sandwich filling. No, it's coronation. We're having a coronation chicken curry. Hmm. Really excited. Actually, really enjoying HelloFresh. It's the first time we've done it. Have you ever done Gusto? Nope. I think we've done Gusto and HelloFresh and I always forget which ones we prefer, but we keep all like the little recipe cards because they're just really yeah. useful. Yeah. Oh, One's defo better than the other. all mine away. Oh, no, keep them. They used to come with a little folder that you then kept them all in. Oh, bollocks. That would have been so helpful. Yeah, because then you can go back and make stuff and it's really easy because it's like, oh, I don't know what to cook. Oh, let's just look through. Oh. Oh, miss a trick, miss a trick. <laughs> um, how was your day? My day was good. I was coffee making today. Um, I've still got about 12 hours grease on my face. I'm yet to shower. Oh, that's an annoying noise. Yeah. My icing seals aren't good enough to crop that out either. That's just my maritime security chat pinging. Ooh. Ooh. Um, I think I've closed that. If we get another ping, I might have to um, open okay, it and actually mute myself. <laughs> yeah, um, I'd go on satellite. Um, you're coffee making. Yes. Well, when I say coffee making, I actually wasn't coffee making today. I was hosting, which basically meant I was the person with the clipboard. <laughs> oh, I hate that. I hate that person when you go to the farm shop. No. Like, your, your table's not going to be ready for 40 minutes. And you're like, oh, I just want some breakfast. And you are very much the messenger being shot. Yeah. And I don't appreciate it. But yeah. character building, character building. Yeah. I've got a new coffee that I have in the office now. Oh, what's it called? So- it i so we've got we've got a really nice coffee machine but you just like press buttons you don't do anything um so i have a macchiato topped up with chocolate milk sorry a macchiato that's like um a double espresso with a little I, island i cream on top. who'd have thought yeah who'd have thought macchiato topped up with chocolate milk so really you're having a macchiato because it's yeah, a mocha yeah, yeah. And a macchiato. So I used to get the mocha but it was like too watery like just a bit of shit so Ooh the yeah that Beautiful. how does that affect like your heart rate and like does it make you really anxious because that's two shots of coffee no fine yeah ah. but weird because i don't drink that much caffeine so you'd think that i would be that, like, it's a machine so it might not be as strong yeah. as like if you no I, I really don't think it is i don't like coffee that much to be drinking a double espresso espresso not espresso people always say this everyone goes espresso it's an espresso yeah, but i can't say a lot of things that's true what's what's the other word you can't say accurate oh that's the one accurate it's really ironic that you can't say accurate accurately i know i know it's the joke we all make also can't i think i say solicitor wrong yeah it's not <laughs> solicitor 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 um yeah but I work in a law firm. Ironic again. Oh gosh, you're calling oh. up clients. Like, do you need to speak to your solicitor? Solicitor, and I am so accurate. <laughs> I'm accurately telling my clients about the solicitor. <laughs> anyway, let's get into it. Hello. 
so we as promised are gonna do two things we're gonna dish the dirt on the fallout not that there's really that much dirt to dish we've really hyped this up no. that's the thing though with all fallouts at the yeah. time they feel like such a oh big God, deal yeah. and then on hindsight you're like mm -hmm. really um but we are also just going to do like an overview of our gap year and what we did, where we went, what we liked, what we didn't like. Yeah. And That's hopefully that. to give you some insight, if you are thinking about taking gap year, don't know if you should have a gap year. Yeah. And a yeah. career break. Or I am so here for career breaks. You and you know what? I <laughs> yeah. So I've graduated less than a year ago and I'm already thinking about a career break. <laughs> just a week away from the booch yeah. <laughs> from the house I need it. um yeah career break i'm i think a career break late 20s 100 percent sign me so up beneficial and i think also it's becoming more normal um to the point where companies are allowing it to happen mm -hmm. and saying if you give us a decent amount of notice we'll have yeah. a job for you when you come back and i think people are realizing that actually giving graduates a career break a couple yeah. of years into their it's career only going to benefit the them yeah the because longevity and everything yeah. so yeah anyway anyway we are about five years off this said career break and we're going five years ahead of when we actually went traveling which is what we're meant to be talking about yeah so we like mentioned previously weren't going to take gap year um and then one day sat in the common room we decided we would bon voyage Wasn't go see the world that? i think i had a i had a panic panic and was like whoa 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 what am i doing only where am i going what am i doing only naturally roped you in and i think all we needed was like a five minute chat of being like should we go to australia and you were like yeah <laughs> off we go um no i agree and also i think as well if you don't 100% know what you want to study at uni, yeah. which I didn't, um, did you? Were you 100% set? No, I did business because I couldn't think of anything else. Anything else. And I did international relations because I didn't know what else to do. And so yeah. I think as well, having that year out gives you extra mm -hmm. breathing space before yeah. you're then thrown into Because it is a big thing, again. like leaving school, going to uni, like that's a very big step having a gap yeah. in between or just some even if you don't go traveling just some time to save money to like start working a little bit like kind of fending for yourself I think yeah. is so important and you've literally gone from four years old to 18 yeah education back to back to then yeah. go most degrees are three years sometimes four yeah you need time to chill out and remember there's more to life than academia yeah. and jobs and rent and bills yeah. and money stress but like saying that it actually is really good because it's the first time that you're probably going to work you're probably going to be financially independent like you learn so much before you're thrown in the deep end of uni uni and i think as well it's so or i thought it was so clear when i went to uni i could tell who had taken a year out and who yeah. hadn't who were the 18 year olds coming in? We're just were... talking like everyone just leaves school and goes to uni. That's not like very common these days. And I think no. that's great. Like I generally think if I was in school, had the gap year, I wouldn't necessarily have gone to uni at all. Yeah. At all. I think really. Like, yeah, but my brother's at home and he's gone straight into oh. I think I'll have it afterwards. Yeah. 
Hamish has made an appearance on every single episode. What does he not get? Yeah, but he's bringing me the conversation chicken. We need an LED sign saying on air so he knows. <laughs> um, no, I'll have it afterwards, thanks. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just, yeah, whatever. Okay. All right, thanks. Have, have fun bossing it, girls. Bye. 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 Sorry. Um, yeah, my brother's at home um, working for the NHS. And I just think that's such like a different and good and like he will be so set up by his by the time he's my age yeah no and I, I think I still don't feel secure now I think experience has a lot yeah. to play like he is not going down the uni route yeah and he's going well, down the experience route and the time he gets to your age you have three years yeah, experience exactly. that you're only just getting and also he didn't go down the uni route because he didn't know what he wanted to do at uni yeah like, no. we went down we- the uni route not knowing what we wanted to do at uni and now we still don't have the security that he has. Yeah, because he knows what he wants to yeah. do and he's found he's found something he mm-hmm. enjoys. Yeah. That's um, yeah. 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 Do you well, think do you think there's a lot of pressure on to go to straight to uni or go to uni? I think so if you're in like your well, I mean I can't speak for if you went to college because we stayed at sixth form, but I feel like being in sixth form, there is because you're in that school bubble. Academic still. bubble. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I can smell the supper and it smells so good. This is not a plug for HelloFresh, by the way. (laughs) It's really not. Um, Although, if they do want to send a box, (laughs) we won't say no. Um, What was I saying? I'm actually like Um, blown away by the smell of that. About the pressure of going to uni and we staying in staying in a sick form. form, We think, yeah, but we can only say that because that's what we both did. Yeah. But I feel no. like if you went down a more creative, like, college route, then I don't know. <laughs> I think as well, another thing is uni has two benefits. It acts as a stepping stone and a tick box to mm. then you getting your dream job. But also I think it gives you three months breathing time to figure out. Because even going to three uni months. and studying something, uh, three years, sorry, even studying something at uni that you don't necessarily want to go into, mm-hmm. it's still a degree that you can put on your CV, which is good. And that still gives you three years to still figure yeah. out you yourself and what you want to do. So it's yeah. it does yeah. have it both sides. But yeah, interesting. Anyway, we've really gone off topic. Yeah, completely. Um, so, yeah, one day we were like, fuck it, we're not going to uni. <laughs> you know. Unless we get a tan. Yeah. Unless just vibe out on a beach somewhere. Um, but no, we started actually by going interrailing with some girls from school yeah and i highly recommend if you've not gone traveling before going interrailing in europe is a good starting point both for how friendships may pan out but also just to start getting into the whole budgeting figuring stuff out being in a non-industry hostels oh my gosh who would have like i had never even heard of a hostel before before we went traveling Well, I had from my mum talking about like the nineties, but yeah. I didn't so really like knowing it. the lingo kind of in Europe before you head to like yeah. Australia and you're way out your depth. Like it's very it was very beneficial. And even just having like simple like apps, like knowing to have yeah. hostel world and like yeah. things like that. And, like roughly, was... I know obviously it changes every location, but like roughly like how much things are and like what yeah. cards you need to use. Because we had a Starling bank account. Yeah, even figuring out, yeah, how you're not going to get charged at every time you 
Yeah. You can't go to the a tram. Oh my gosh. Remember that tram in Prague? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> and it was so late. Gosh, we got into Prague. So we were interrailing. So we're getting the train everywhere. Got into Prague, probably it was nearly midnight. Silly o'clock. Yeah. And we got on this tram, bearing like there's six girls, 18, like we did not know. What and we all with these massive backpacks yeah, with like, about a month's worth of supplies like, in. I don't know. Green as are. anything. Yeah. And we, so we tried to get on the tram, but for some reason we needed to get cash, didn't we? We needed yeah. coins. They, they weren't accepting cards. Card. No, we needed coins. So uh, one of our friends was the only one that had cash. So I remember she had to go into McDonald's and buy us all a burger so we could get, we could get coins. Yeah, and then we so we put all of our change in this, um, what are they called trams? Yeah, it goes about twenty meters, and then they kind of were like, "Get off!" Yeah, they're like, "This this is the it's, end of the line," and we were like, "What? You haven't taken yeah. us anywhere?" Yeah, and then yeah. because it was so late, the trams had stopped as yeah. well, so we ended up walking yeah. so far to try and find a hostel. Yeah, um, yeah. and that that was a wake up call. Never arrive somewhere you've never been before in the middle of the night with yeah. no public transport and no hostel books. Yeah. We say that, fast forward four months of us working really hard and saving all our money. Four months, like six. Six, yeah, because we went in like March, didn't we? Yeah. So Millie and I flew to Sri Lanka. So we'd done our And did the exact same thing again. (laughs) The other interrailing student, we thought we'd learned loads. Booked our flights. We went to Sri Lanka before we went to Australia. So it was first up Sri Lanka. Booked the flights, booked what we thought was a hotel. Mm Mm-hmm. And then we were literally like, bought, we were having a sleepover the night before we went and we were like, oh my God, how are we going to get from the airport to the hotel? Yeah. And we get in again, again, we get in at three in the morning. Yeah, again, so, classic. Millie goes, oh, I'll reach out to the hotel because it says that they do transfers on, but like, bear in mind, we thought that we were staying in this like Premier Inn kind of hotel, a really safe, um, yeah. bog standard yeah hotel that would not not, nothing like a shangri-la or anything just a yeah just like an equivalent of a premier inn yeah so we (laughs) where did we stop over was it like mumbai or somewhere yeah we stopped off in mumbai and millie turns her phone on and she's got this email from the reception of this hotel that says um hi girls like i've set up your um transfer all's in place the driver will pick you up at three in the morning what you need to do is exit the building. Do not speak to anyone. Do yeah, not when you when you come out the airport, yeah. um, don't talk or make eye contact with anyone because they'll try and scam you. They'll yeah. try and take advantage like, of you. Literally, put your head down, down, walk out, out the front, and then it said when you get to the front, turn left, yeah. and then yeah. you'll see like, like three hundred like, meters or something. Yeah, you know, like, walk three hundred meters. You'll see three bins. Wait there. A black car will turn up blacked out windows and open the boot and you put your bags in and get in yeah so that those are our instructions yeah. so, so we, we, were, we, we were literally we literally didn't think anything of it Millie no, we did we didn't no, think no, it was no, we bit... didn't we didn't until we were there until we oh, were yeah. walking away no. from when we were on the plane we were like oh I did all our transfers yeah. on route it's gonna be yeah. fine we've been given instructions all and then dandy. we turn up we see where these bins are and they're like around the back of the I mean Sri Lanka airport is not like a big place is it no. We're like walking away from the crowds of people, which they were right. There was a lot of people by the front door. We're, so we're walking away from them. We're just thinking like, what the hell is going on? Oh anyway, God. get in this blacked out car, no taxi registration, nothing. 
we didn't have any signal because obviously our sims weren't working out there yeah because we also yeah we hadn't managed to get our phone sims we didn't didn't know about phone sims yeah like that you could get different sims for different locations we had no idea about that so (laughs) by by the time we got to bali we were nailing the whole sim card situation but we hadn't we didn't get get that right so what we got yeah got in the taxi started driving we couldn't we literally couldn't even get see our maps to see where we were we were in the car for about an hour we thought it was like a five minute trip so we're thinking like where the hell the sun is now rising people are going to like church (laughs) going to church anyway um like the world waking up and yeah. we are going further away from the airport and what seemed like and Colombo yeah. and the big city and further out. And we're just thinking, oh my word. So we I think at this point, weren't we? I think at this point, I remember thinking, stuff yeah. it, I'm yeah. going to have to use my like EE roaming. Yeah. And I remember going onto Google Maps and yeah. seeing that like we were actually en route. Um, and then we got We dropped. were en route until we turned down this dirt track. Oh gosh, In- that dirt track. <laughs> We turned on the track and at this point, Ben and I just looked at each other. We were like, this is it. We like, thought this is it. Yeah, like, they, yeah. There were so many other roads and yeah. tarmac roads and the map had like a clear way yeah. to get to the, um, yeah. the, we were the in hotel. We the city centre at this point, dirt track. Turns down and the, the man like... Well, wasn't it a bottom of the um a bottom of a um car park? Like a deserted car no park idea. at the bottom? No idea. Oh, it was sketchy. Yeah, so down the, and then he, the man like just kind of points, he goes, hotel? And he like points in front of us and we were like, sorry? shut up shut up is that and like you know that classic scenario of it looks nothing like the picture you saw online (laughs) nothing actually that being said was the nicest place we stayed yeah it was really nice but at the time it was a shock to the system i think as soon as we walked in and they literally were so welcoming yeah and slept off the jet lag because we'd been awake for like 24 hours or something yeah. Um, and then we were so jet lagged the next night that they ended up taking us out on their like tuk tuk, didn't they? Around yeah. Colombo and showing us all the sights. But then, and that was incredible. That was beautiful. Yeah, amazing. But then we didn't learn because then the next day we got on a train for six hours. No water, <laughs> no food, no, no water, no food, no breakfast, no cash, nothing. nothing. Just hopped on a train. Yeah, and when I say own... train, no, it wasn't a train. It was a shell. It- it was a container imagine um a container like where you get a, a container you get on a ship with yeah. wheels on the bottom and someone just took a chainsaw to it and cut some yeah. windows and i'm not trying to say this in a really naive way of describing like that's what the Sri Lanka was yeah. it wasn't but this particular train that we caught there yeah. was you could literally jump off out of a door like there were no doors yeah. it was just holes um and yeah no water only, for six hours females in the whole train the only white people in the whole train it was a big wake-up call. Every single stop, someone came up to us and were like, are you okay? Yeah. Like, asking us where we were going. I think and we had we big, to... yeah. naive question marks yeah. above our heads, so everyone I kept checking like, on us. Like, we got pen pals from that, remember? Because he wants us to talk to his daughters and stuff. Like... Yeah, to help teach them English. Yeah. But do you also know what I think as well we didn't quite appreciate is when we were in Europe, mm-hmm. it's a um, a Latin alphabet. Mm-hmm. And so you can read something on your phone and go, right, we need to get off at this stop. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Silanese, I think that's the um, Sri Lankan language, is character-based. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so because we don't recognise the characters, you need about five minutes to study the stop to make sure if it's the one you're getting on or off at so that was dyslexic that was so stressful and And i think i think we actually 
off the wrong stop and we yeah, spent we had like half our tuk-tuk. week savings on this tuk-tuk to take us to Yeah, we definitely got scammed there. Because yeah. they, um, fun fact, they really like dollars. Yeah. So we had dollars with us um, and we... we had, so basically we had these emergency dollars, didn't we? That we were like, yeah. if we ever need like to get out of a really sketchy situation, we've got these dollars. They went within the first... We used them in the first day. Yeah. <laughs> um, and even more like naive of us again when we arrived at the airbnb in the south of sri lanka which was gorgeous mm. and beautiful um but again just a shock to our system because we were naive and had no idea what to expect yeah. there was no door there was no yeah. security like it was all open like anyone could just walk in and out yeah They're, like the house that we were staying in had no gate so people yeah. could just walk in but then the no room outside. we were staying in yeah and it had no door the room we were no. staying in like the, it was like kind of like a canopy no no a canopy not a canopy, canopy. That's <laughs> someone's hungry um, um like a canopy p um, yeah onto like a house that so it had like no frame like no structure no no one knows what no it, it had no it just it was just a structural building yeah. it had yeah. no walls anyway um, so we were there for a week absolutely loved it the, yeah, Sri Lanka by far both our yeah. favorite place. Yeah, um, everyone was so friendly, and also it was untouched beauty, mm. like nature at its finest. Yeah, um, absolutely stunning. Like we, one evening we just stumbled across turtles being released yeah. into the wild. Yeah, uh, no, it was incredible. Um, and then we flew to Australia. Yeah, that's that's when the jet lag hit me the worst. Probably. I remember getting off at Sydney and being like to Belle, the floor looks like it's moving. And yeah. Belle's like, it's it's definitely not moving, it's still. Yeah. Um yeah. that was tough. So yeah, I went to but, Sydney. Yeah, Australia I loved. Like I don't Australia I loved, but I think we'd had such a raw experience in yeah. Sri Lanka yeah. that it was almost a bit mainstream by the time yeah. we got there. In the I most, do like feel like how cliche it is, but everyone goes to Australia for like a long period of time, and I think you need to do that. You can't do yeah. like a month tour of Australia. No, you don't get it. You just see it on the surface, and on the surface, it's not great. And on it, on the surface, it is just full of yeah. tourists and young yeah. people traveling through because they all want to go to Australia. Like niche spots. Yeah, it's a very tick box in Newcastle, didn't we, with your uncle? And that yeah. was my favorite bit because actually there was no one there. We were with a local that got to show us around. Yeah, like the proper side to it, Aust- and that was the best part I, yeah i actually agree with that so much newcastle was the only place where we went when we were yeah. surrounded by australians yeah. everywhere else we went we were surrounded by people like us also yeah. traveling which was and great that, it was because, a nice community yeah we, like, but it wasn't so many friends, but yeah. it wasn't what we went traveling for i definitely think i if i was to go back to australia i'd go back for a longer time hmm. um and maybe for like a couple of years and work yeah. out there and stuff yeah that's that and to be fair i have to say it's such a good lifestyle place to oh live my gosh, yeah but like not the be all or end all and it's so expensive so expensive i say we what we spent in a month in australia we could have probably lived off for about three maybe four months in yes. southeast asia 100 yeah yeah so i guess that's why um, people go there to work that's true favorite place though in australia newcastle. can't say newcastle you can't say newcastle no. Say like a touristy place. Genuinely, Byron Bay. See, Byron Bay was groovy. I liked Fraser Island. 
Yeah, but Fraser Island was just completely different. That's true. That's like, true. it wasn't, yeah. We were, like, camping and stuff. Um, anyway, we didn't so go we, to off-road driving. Yeah, we did the first six weeks of travelling by ourselves. Because then we flew to Bali. Oh, yeah. yeah, we flew to Bali. We did the Gilly Islands, didn't we? Yeah. Um, and we were great. Gilly Islands were fab. We did yeah. um, Gilly Air. So there's Gilly Tea, Gilly Air, and there's another Gilly. Gilly, Gilly Tea. La- yeah, something like that. Yeah. Gilly Tea is like the party island. Um, Gilly Air is more of like the middle of the road. There's no like motorbikes or cars there. It's just horse and cart. It's very um, like old fashioned. Yeah. Is that the right way to say it? I don't think um, but right. it was beautiful. The water was crystal clear. Although I would say no... It's not a beach in the normal sense. It's all broken up bits of coral, so it really hurts mm. your feet. There's no like sand, um, and people forget that about Bali. Um, that is volcanic island, so it's like yeah. black sand or like jaggedy rock. But anyway, yeah. um, no, no, Gilly Air was lush. Um, again, no, though, sketchy. Like, do you remember the um, the Airbnb we were staying in? It was like on the outskirts in the middle of nowhere. Had barely any running water, no air conditioning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. And then, then we went to mainland Bali. Mainland Bali. Mainland Bali was so much fun because we knew so many people there. And I think after Australia, it was so nice to be able to do everything from one island and within a few hours of each other rather yeah. than Australia. Everything's so big. To move somewhere is going to take you a 14-hour yeah. coach journey. Yeah. Yeah, so true. Um, but just like a completely different way of life. But yeah. we could experience travelling because we could afford it. In yes. Australia... If you wanted to go and see the sites, it would cost you an arm and a leg. Yeah, so um, much money. So we actually, yeah, really enjoyed it. We were joined by another friend. Yeah. Um, who and yeah. stayed with us then? Yeah, and then we went around with her and then we were joined in Thailand by another friend. Yeah. So we ended up going from two to four. Right, so this is where I think we potentially went wrong. Yes. Well, I think it partly... Let's finish talking about travelling and then we'll go into that. Do you think? Why? You're right. You could go off on a tangent. Huh? Okay, nervous. Yeah, imagine we fall out again on air. Ah! <laughs> um, no, this is to be fair. No, I think adding someone else to a dynamic... Yeah, um, when you're was, so set in your ways... And we've been together for six weeks. Yeah. Um, was definitely on hindsight yeah. a little bit of a red flag but I do also think as well because we were both called Millie mm-hmm. and we we're both like the two Millies from England we were also compared everywhere we went yeah. and people do, were trying to differentiate mm-hmm. ourselves so it was like it's horrible being compared to like yeah. someone constantly so I think it was definitely a mixture of messing with the dynamic but also everyone else around us trying to differentiate between us by comparing yeah. us but then I also think Three is just such a bad number. Yeah, because it's always an odd yeah, one out. Always yeah. an odd one out. And I, and I also think as well... We brought yeah. a third party in, and for the first couple of days, we were, like, fighting over her. Like, a bit yeah. territorial, weren't we? And I think as well, because we'd spent six weeks together, it was always like, oh, there's new, there's a new yeah. person, there's someone yeah. else. We got excited. But then as a result, it became, yeah, it became a competition yeah. for her, like, attention and her friendship and to sit next to her on the bus, which yeah. sounds so petty, but when yeah, you're on a bus for 14 hours, you don't want to be well, on the own. Be because on the there's own. three of us, like, 
that happens. So actually, when the fourth person joined us in Thailand, yeah, kind it of diluted it into things a bit more. Agreed. Um, but no, so we did Vietnam, which again we just didn't. We weren't there long enough. No, and also, um, we didn't hire mopeds and like drive up because of you you were so scared i mean i'm so scared there were other things at play there were other things at play but yeah bell defo was the most keen to get mopeds i got Um, mopeds everywhere i yeah i just i got grabs for those who don't know grab is like the equivalent of uber best thing ever yeah but grab has a moped version yeah, so I would just hop on the back of someone else driving. Once. I think you did that once. Yeah, okay. Stop <laughs> trying to make it... Oh, don't make me look like I didn't actually go traveling. <laughs> um, yeah, no, so... Yeah, no, and Vietnam, the food. We struggled with the food. Yeah. Just, I just think we weren't potentially in the best friendship. But when it's... At up, that point. Just and so... It, yeah let's just leave but when you're with another person who's just joined traveling or just started her travel and they want to do everything as well yeah um Um, how long bay was cool though the boat we got in how long bay yeah that party boat very touristy yeah very touristy got a massive party boat around vietnam classic (laughs) nice um so we did vietnam and then we went to thailand we're joined by a fourth party yeah which was great. Um, Again, though, Thailand was, in my head, Thailand was going to be my favourite place because of what it was built up to be. But other than Koh Samui, it was also touristy. Everywhere. This is where we split. So a week into Thailand, I went Oh, yes. Yeah, because we yes. out. Yes. So we started off in Bangkok. Yeah. And then we went to Chiang Mai. Yeah. And from and Chiang, then Chiang Mai, Mai I you went, went up, up to Pai. And then you went down. Down, yeah. And so I went with the other two people in a three down south. And Belle went traveling in the north on her own. And guess who she bumped into in a fruit stand on the side of the road? Shut up. Oh, my God. Yeah, my ex-boyfriend. Like, but not like ex-ex-boyfriend in the middle of Thailand. No, so no communication. Yeah. So we were, I was on my way back to Chiang Mai got on a bus weirdly enough right this is so weird I in Chiang Mai um no in Pai found this like jewelry wholesaler and that's where I wanted to start EJB so I was coming to the end of the traveling had a bit of money left bought loads of earrings to start EJB left them on my bed in the hostel so I had a moped so I'd got it got down to the moped like drop-off place because I was leaving realized I'd lost my earrings, had to pile up my moped again with all my stuff. Like I had a backpack, something between my legs, something across my lap, like piled it all up, ran back, got the earrings. So I'd missed my bus. I had to get a later bus. So got this bus for three hours from Pai to Chiang Mai. And the bus stopped halfway for like to let people go to the toilet. We all went to the toilet, got back on, looked up, looked outside. My ex-boyfriend stood there. And I'm like, what? the actual fuck is going on so i jumped back off the bus and ran up to him i was like what the hell are you doing here and he was on his way back up he was going to pie as i was coming down to chiang mai 
But so, it's so yeah. weird because you weren't meant to meet. You were meant to get on that I first bus. I had no idea he was there. It's like, so weird. So weird. So weird. Um, and I haven't seen him since, actually, I don't think. No, actually. Um, but yeah. So yeah, you went up. You went to an elephant sanctuary. And do you know what? Best part of my travels. Not yeah. because I wasn't with you, but because the north of Thailand was just beautiful. And um, untouched. It's probably yeah. what Chiang Mai was about 30, yeah. 40 years ago. So I went up, I was in, I basically just went to Pai because I met some really lovely girls up there, just chilled out with them, like literally just absolutely loved it. Came back down. I had been doing um, research into elephant sanctuaries since the minute we decided we were going traveling. And I found this beautiful, beautiful, like completely, like naturally trusted elephant sanctuary that like wasn't trying to rip your money off because so many elephant sanctuaries want to rip you off. The they're not doing it for the right reasons they, yeah no 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 but this place was just beautiful absolutely terrifying i was staying in a hut in a field by myself like yeah that's nuts. terrifying and i woke up and i used to open my door and there'd be an elephant standing there and I'd be like, what the fuck is going on um, that's so cool but yeah the best time but then you went down south and it was like a different kind of thailand to yeah work. But we, we like we went island much. hopping down in the south and again the islands i think we all preferred were the islands where no one else was um and the mainstream islands which everyone goes to unfortunately have been like corrupted and ruined by people like us going there yeah. um but yeah and then we yeah then you went to hong kong right mm-hmm. yep um i went to cambodia back to bali and then also hong kong um and a bit of china and then yeah we headed on back yeah um something i would say though top tip monsoon season if you're thinking of going traveling check when the monsoon yeah. season is because lots of people didn't and they went after us and they got caught out by some heavy heavy rain yeah 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 just do your research but also like don't like kind of just be happy to be floating around like when we weren't enjoying vietnam we should have been like let's go let's go yeah that's something as well plan to an extent yeah but make everything flexible because you don't know who you're going to meet where you're going to enjoy what you're not going to enjoy and traveling is not about a regimented like look this is what i did and this is how you should do it it's just about honestly just enjoying yourself and having experiences yeah um but yeah, we had our big fallout. It started in that Bali. Time, it wasn't even that big. We generally... In Vietnam, we like both started crying because yeah. I was so upset and you were so upset. Yeah, but we weren't communicating. But I also think no. that's because there was a third party. God, we sound like this third party was the reason why you fell out. Absolutely not. No, not at all. But because there was someone involved, they kind of became like the blockage between us trying to yeah. keep the peace in the like the way that anyone would but it meant that we didn't communicate with each other yeah whereas if a um, person wasn't involved i would be like we would have had to have had yeah. a conversation yeah. and i think i think we had a conversation once and like we were fine for the next three days and then like we just yeah. went to that rut because we were trying to keep someone else happy i think yeah for like, sure at that point where we would just have it out and be like i don't want to do that why are we spending all that money doing that let's just go and do this we were so like on the same wavelength yeah i totally agree and i also think that lack of communication then was the reason why one of the reasons why we then didn't talk for like two years afterwards is because there was just no communication so what so we got back you were in a new relationship yeah 
And I think that, I think basically Bennett and I spent so, 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 so much time together that when we fell out, we both had like this lost limb. Yeah, we had like a hole missing. Yeah, I had a boyfriend at the time. So I just came home and kind of like lived my life with my boyfriend and just kind of like carried on really. Yeah, and I do think as well, you you did also throw yourself into that relationship as well. Yeah, hugely. But I think for you, because you're in such a new relationship, like you formed this new relationship without me in your life. Yeah. There was almost for those two years, no room for me in your life. No, but no one else. Like I, this, it consumed everything. Like all of my friends. Nobody spoke to you. And like- No one saw me, yeah. The weirdest thing was that like, it was literally like, I I was like grieving for you. But you know, when you like break up with someone, you can, there's always a person (laughs) that you can be like, how's so-and-so doing? You can kind of like get the dirt through someone. Bennett just disappeared. <laughs> Fell off the face of the earth. Completely. <laughs> but then I broke up with my boyfriend. Yeah. You then. Fight. No. No, but this is like two years. Oh, two, yeah. two years later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah, so then I broke up with mine. Yeah. And I think as, like as soon as that. I happened, was like, wait, what? Where? <laughs> like, what I've lost. Where's Belle? Come on. Um, yeah, really weird. But like, almost like I don't hate the fact that we weren't friends for two years. No, no, I don't hate it. Although the only thing I hate about it is like we missed out on so much fun yeah. and like so many memories. And like, um, so I didn't have like I want to be like, oh, can you remember when I did this? And I'm like, actually, no, you don't. You weren't a part of my life. Life, yeah. And it's really sad when it ha- like when you think about it like that. And yeah. also things like, oh, um. You didn't have someone just to call up and be like, oh my gosh, can we go do this? Or you see an advertisement for an event and you didn't have your partner in crime to be like, let's go do this, let's go do that. And it was like, oh, wait, they're not there anymore. There's so many things at that time of our life that we wouldn't have done if it wasn't for each other, but not in a good way. (laughs) Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. We didn't have our sounding board. Yeah. Like, I don't think we were really like the best versions of ourselves. No. Not at all. Not at all. Those two, like, and it's so frustrating looking back because it's like, yeah. if I knew that if I had sorted things out with you, I would have been a yeah. better and happier version of yeah. myself. But now we've yeah. come full circle. We're both we're in new relationships. Yeah. Back together. And yeah. are like happier than we've ever been. But also would never let it happen again. Like if you ever stopped talking to me for more than a day, I'd be but driving up to London like- to be like, talk to me, girl. <laughs> but also like, I think it does put so much into perspective yeah in terms of like other friendships and I also think though it's one of those ones where at uni for those two years Belle was referred to as my ex-best friend yeah oh my god yeah and then now I'm like oh yeah me and Belle have started a podcast and everyone's like wait with your ex-best friend and it's also really interesting because lots of people don't understand it either people like wait what you were so scorned um but yeah here we are no reason like no there was not it's nothing it was just it was also a big argument and then that was it we were just young and insecure and we handled it so badly like yeah there was no final blowout to shake us and be like what the fuck are you doing yeah you're making a mistake yeah anyway but yeah make sure who you go traveling with you keep communications open at all times same thing in anything isn't it yeah communication is key keeping comms open is crucial um well 
I hope you kind of learned something. Yeah. If you want us to go in, obviously, like, we can go into more in depth yeah. and we can be precise about places and stuff. So yeah. if that'd be interesting, or if you are thinking about going on a gap year and just want yeah. us to send you some information, just message us because yeah. we'll be more than happy to give you some info. Yeah, definitely. Well, and yeah, would you, do you regret going on a gap year? No, absolutely not. Neither. Best thing I ever did. I regret falling out with you though. <laughs> yeah, obviously I regret falling out with you. <laughs> okay. Okay, you start and I'll figure it out. Um, so quickly before we finish off, let's talk good news. Have you got good news? I've got good news. Have you got good news? I've got really good news. Um, so a couple of days ago, um research at the University of Cambridge has found or discovered human breast milk cells could lead to a future breast cancer treatments that's exciting yeah so they're basically milk cells that people we basically just used to think were dying but they're actually are live um and they can help discover that i guess they're like a new set of cells that we've never really looked into before and they could help scientists discover breakthrough treatments for breast cancer um they give scientists early clues and indicators of the deadly disease and also could help yeah like help researchers understand how breast tissues change when women breastfeed and whether that has like a full-on effect for breast cancer that's so exciting isn't it that's really exciting and also something so natural that like the cells are there yeah not like we've come up with this drug we just didn't understand it before yeah Oh, I love bits like that. That's really cool. Um, my good news this week is um, the World Economic Forum have released a article, an article, um, which is titled Four Ways to Address the Gender Finance Gap and Empower Women. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a really interesting read. Um, it's kind of shit, not going to lie. Um, some of the stats of how disproportionately women are represented represented and paid. Um, but it does mention a, another podcast by um, a TikToker. Um, I, what she, uh, she's called um, Tori Dunlap. Um, and she has got a podcast called The Financial Feminist. Um, and it has really good insight into the gender pay gap and how to like support yourself financially as a woman um but there's a a woman called i'm gonna print i'm gonna butcher the name and i'm so sorry anna maria luceradi um and she heads the global financial literacy excellence center Mm -hmm. and she says that there are four ways that you can start trying to like fight the gender pay gap yourself and one is to become more fearless um and what she means by this is to put yourself out there to do the research and to ask questions to um it says like her research is that men are more likely to ask for pay rises um and justify to their employer like look this isn't going to cut my bills this month i need a pay rise or i think i'm worth more and women are less likely to do that um so got to be more fearless um two to surround yourself with female role models Mm. um and this is a really important one because like supporting women and as you might have seen in our 
um, stories this week with Tala. Um, yeah. They've just raised woman-owned um, investment fund of almost $5 million, which is amazing. Um, and so it's like building that community and that sisterhood and bouncing ideas off people and not kind of being competitive about it, but sharing experiences yeah. and sharing ways that you've like overcome things. Um, number three was to lean on your employer, school and local council um, because there are, it says that there are, um, uh, uh, what are they called? There are programs in place to like help women get out of situations. There are programs in place than we ever think. But it's the thing is, the problem is, is it's not advertised. It's yeah. not distributed you in a way that's useful. You have to search for it. And that's what's so frustrating and so wrong. But it says to lean on your employer as well to voice up and ask because there needs to be more transparency and vocalization around like people being paid because employers are so often like, can you please not discuss your wage with other people? Yeah. But obviously that's creating secret um, secrecy and um, yeah. unfair paying with it between genders. Um, and then fourth is to educate yourself because other people aren't gonna educate you. And so to learn about engaging with the stock markets saving um saving yeah. um what are they called saving accounts saving accounts it's called I stocks and ices but yeah. also what's it called yeah like like saving um, well, yeah whatever yeah um because the younger you start yeah the better um the interest levels especially if you do compound interest and stuff you can look into that for um pensions but also um tori the tiktok i mentioned earlier in her podcast tries to make it so clear that there's an old-fashioned concept of you have to have thousands of pounds in the bank to invest but actually you don't you need as like listed as some i think 100 pounds sometimes less to open up a stocks and shares isa which you can start engaging mm -hmm. with the market and making money work for you by the way i'm not a financial advisor i do not know stuff <laughs> about this um i do this on a personal level Just but it's not by any means successful to go and have a look at it but yeah, this is a really good article and to go check out Tori Dunlop's well, um, podcast. Let's link it in our bio. Or yeah, by the way, she, she is American based. So yeah. the premise of what she's saying transcends to the UK, but obviously the specific account she's talking yeah. about are going to be um, not HMRC regulated because mm -hmm. she's in America. But yeah, thought that'd be really interesting for a lot of people. Yeah, definitely. Um, well, I'm very aware we rambled a lot. We did ramble a lot, but I think and I hope it was interesting. Yeah. And uh, another gentle reminder to go and enter our giveaway if you haven't. Yes, I'll give it. And I'm so jealous. I want oh, our giveaway. I know. So we've got a yeah. £50 tile of voucher, a bottle of kombucha, um, five, six bottles of kombucha. Yeah. Um, Some earrings from me, so a box of brownies. And a, and really a necklace. Cool, a necklace from a necklace, you. A box of brownies and a really cool print. And the print is so groovy. It's like um those, what's it called? The groovy gals when you were younger? Groovy chicks. It's like groovy yeah. chicks kind of vibe. Looks so cute above your desk. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, we love you all. And thanks for making it this far if you're still here. <laughs> and we look forward to talking to you guys next week. Yeah. All right. Bye. Bye.